Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget, this hour can happen in any commercial break. We're giving you a chance to win one of those virtual keys. A virtual key for what? We're giving away a car on November 30th, a 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport, courtesy of our friends at Culver City Mazda. And all you need to do is listen each and every weekday in the 3 o'clock hour for the destination of the day during Mason and Ireland, and every weekday in the 5 o'clock hour during one of the commercial breaks, you will hear the cue to call if you are caller 7 with the right destination of the day you will win one of those virtual keys. And by the way, just by winning uh, the virtual key, you also get a $100 Wingstop gift card. So that's cool. Uh, speaking of cool, my man Mark Schlereth, uh, one of my dear friends here in the business, worked with him for a long time. Happy to see him succeeding in a big, big way. He's calling big games on Fox Sports each and every Sunday during the NFL season. Just did Raiders and Chargers with our pal Joe Davis from L.A. here. Uh, joining us now here on 710 ESPN. So, Stink, let me ask you this. Since you did Raiders and Chargers, let's start there. We'll work our way with the Rams. What has surprised you the most about the Raiders season thus far? You know, I, I think I think all the things that they have had to overcome, like this is the, the season of overcoming injuries and overcoming COVID and overcoming everything that you have to do. But, you know, they have had, I think, all five of their starters for the sum total, uh, uh, their offensive line starters for the sum total of three plays on the season. Wow. Uh, they've been a hodgepodge of different guys all over the place. And I, I, I go into that game, you know, knowing how talented they are, but knowing how beat up they are. And I go into calling that Chargers game, and, like, there is nothing better for me than watching guys move a dude from point A to point B against his will. They just thunder-punched the Chargers right in the teeth. And their inside three were just tremendous. They completely dominated the line of scrimmage. And, you know, that, that to me is football. That's like old-school football. Like, I, t- I told John Gruden, I go, You're, I love watching you guys play because, it, it, you know, it's dinosaur football. It's 90s football. And that's what they're doing right now. And then Derek Carr was just tremendous. But to have that kind of continuity with backups, they, they started three backups last week and absolutely, like I said, destroyed the line of scrimmage. So um, that was really fun. That's a really cool thing for me to see. You know, Mark, when I look at their remaining schedule, um, I'm in agreement with you. It looks as if their route to the uh, postseason, it seems pretty clear. Uh, but my question is, can they actually do damage once they get there? Yeah, you know, LZ, here's the thing about them that I think is really interesting. Like, if they play the style with which they play, if they can get into that bully ball aspect of their game, I almost think they're they're like very much like um, Baltimore over the last couple of years without the running quarterback. You know, with the with the guy who's a more skilled pocket passer at the quarterback position. But when they have that from a complimentary standpoint, because defensively you look at them and they don't have the requisite talent to just line up and beat people. They don't have, like in my day, we used to call that one special pass rusher. Um, we called him a war daddy. Like they don't have a war daddy. They don't have a guy where you go, every time you break the huddle, you go, where is that dude? And how are we going to block that son of a gun? Right. They don't have that guy. So when they can stay fresh, when they can dominate the line of scrimmage, when they can control the clock, they have an ability to attack your protection, to be aggressive, to run games, and to figure out how you're trying to block them, and to keep their guys fresh. So when you run the ball and you dominate the line of scrimmage and you bully people, um, it ends up being instead of a 12-position game or 13-position game, you start counting possessions. You go, no, are we going to get eight? We're going to get nine? 
what are we getting and how are we going to be effective in those position possessions and and I so when they play that style of complementary football I think they're pretty damn good they also have Jonathan Abram and if you watched him uh, that dude is a heat-seeking missile man he plays with blatant disregard for his own well-being uh, he is just <laughs> trying to I mean literally trying to just shorten people's necks and he's a lot of fun to watch so They've got some pretty special talent and pretty special players. Uh, I think they have a chance to do damage. But they here's what I would tell you. They have to play their style. If they get to the point where they can't be bullies, um, I think they're still a bit inexperienced on the outside. Um, and, and, you know, and their defense just won't hold up in that, in that, in that kind of form when they have to play all 13 or 14 possessions. With the Chargers, what are your thoughts on Herbert as you've watched him? I, he's just amazing. You know, we all knew what an athlete he was coming out, and he had a big arm and, you know, athletic kid, big, tall kid. Um, I think I think the thing that has surprised even the Chargers and talking to the Chargers coaches is, is just how versed he is in the offense and how good he is from an accuracy standpoint um, and a, a timing and throwing layered routes. So, you know, in the game, it's it's you know it's pretty easy when you get a one-on-one throw and you're throwing it deep, and you know you throw a post. It's the easiest throw in football. You know, you just throw it there and let the guy run to it. But when you're throwing it over linebackers in front of safeties and you're doing those things or over the top of a rolled-up corner, um, you know, between that rolled-up corner and a safety, like that takes some touch and it's some accuracy and some timing. And I think the thing that has surprised most people is is that ability that you didn't really see in the college game because it's so much individual route concepts. You know, we're just throwing it to one guy and they're only playing one defense. And, and so, like, that, that acumen, the football acumen and the accuracy and just the, the touch that he's throwing the ball with for a big-armed guy I think has surprised a lot of people. And then his understanding of the game, you know, he's simplified it. And his quarterback coach, Pep Hamilton, um, preaches to him all the time, hey, see a little, see a lot. And so he like, you know, he goes through a progression pre-snap of, you know, boundary corner. What's the boundary safety doing? What's the field safety doing? Let me take in that information as a pre-snap kind of ritual and look, and I know where to go with the football based on that stuff, pre-snap and then post-snap. So, you know, get a good idea of rotation, good idea of what the coverage is. And uh, I, I think he's done a really good job of kind of understanding all those things and, and building and working on that skill set of, of being an accurate thrower and being a, um, you know, an on-time thrower. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question, but before I do, it's with a caveat that you should probably understand. I'm a huge Coach Anthony Land fan. But with that being said, wins matter, and he's not getting them. Is he going to be able to squeeze out one more year to work with Justin and all the great skills that you just laid out for us? Or do you think with the way that they've been losing, this could very well be his final season? Well, I think, you know, I think there's always that, that chance, you know, and Anthony Lynn and I were teammates and um, love a Lynn. Absolutely love him. And I think they've done a, a phenomenal job on the offensive side of the ball with their young quarterback. And that may be enough to retain your, your job. There may be some changes. I think, you know, when I look at what has gone on and the collapses that have gone on with that organization, the way they have found ways to lose ball games, um, that concerns me, um, you know, because those guys, I've got a bunch of friends on that staff, guys 
We have three guys that were former teammates of mine that are on that staff um, and a couple coaches that I played for that are on that staff. So, you know, you have those ties. Um, we all understand the reality of this business, the business that we're in, the media business, um, and the football business. You know, it's not a try-hard league. It's a do-good league. And you got to win games. And if you don't, you get fired. Um, that's reality. I just look at what has gone on and some of the collapses that have happened on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, and that concerns me. You look at the Denver game, um, you know, and people say, well, Drew Locke, you know, figured it out at the end of that game. No, he didn't. I mean, they gave up two touchdowns on three plays. Um, a run blitz that uh, your your young quarterback, Kenneth Murray, or a quarterback, your young uh, middle linebacker, Kenneth Murray, just stopped his feet and out the gate that one went. And then, you know, you get another one with a, a young linebacker that busts the coverage and, um, you know, in Kaiser White, and uh, they run a dig behind it. Uh, they where they run up a, a, a you know a little shallow route. He bites on it. They run a dig behind it. The safety behind slips and falls down, and you get like a forty yard touchdown on a stupid you know eighteen yard route that should have been covered. They should have. I mean, in that situational football wise, you you get your depth, you hit your spot, you make that quarterback dump that to the underneath guy, and you rally up and you tackle it for six yards, and you waste you know forty two seconds on the clock. Like, like that is just that is just players not executing, right? And you know, part of that you point to the coach, but I hope that um, some of these things that they're doing and doing exceptionally well for them translate to wins, and um, and that Anthony Lynn gets to continue to work with that young quarterback because I think continuity is important, especially with young quarterbacks, and um, and offensively they're they're kind of finding their way, which is kind of fun to watch. Our buddy Mark Schlereth with us here on Fox Sports, of course, calling games on Sunday. Uh, who do you have this weekend, by the way, before I ask you one last question? I've got uh, San Francisco at New Orleans, so I'm okay. actually pouring through New Orleans tape right now. All right, sweet. Um, let's talk Rams real quick before we let you go. Um, yeah. What is the issue there uh, offensively? It just it feels like you know that system, right? It's the Mike Shanahan old system as well as anyone. Sure. Um, what, what is the issue there offensively that they can't put points uh, up, right? They can't get in the end zone, it seems like. Yeah, you know, it, it's really interesting because, um, because they, are, they are, like I call it the illusion of spread. Um, they are a team that shows you a lot of formations. Um, they don't show you a lot of personnel groupings. Usually they, they play a lot out of 11 personnel, a lot of motions, a lot of shifts, a lot of eye candy. And ultimately they want to cram it down your throat. And when they cram it down your throat that way, they're pretty good. Um, and they set up their play action pretty well off of that stuff. And, you know, and, and they, they're really tough to beat. Um, when that stuff isn't working for them, um, and sometimes when they almost try to get, you know, one of the, a couple, one of the games I called, they were, they, they got away from all the stuff they do well and tried to really kind of almost get static in their formations and run a lot of two tight ends and they just aren't as good. And I think there's, there's merit to doing some of that because you're trying to build your offense. Um, but the bottom line is when they run the ball exceptionally well, when they do that well, uh, their play action stuff is really good. If their quarterback, to me, has to just go out there and put it on his shoulders without the without the play action, without the creativity in the passing game, um, then then they're just a pretty average football team. So, you know, that's 
that to me comes down to play calling and Sean McVay and them staying into what they are and them, you know, doing a good job controlling and capturing the line of scrimmage. And to do that, their receivers, you know, whether it's Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, they have to be exceptional on the edges because they're asked to block and do things that not a whole lot of receivers are asked to do in this league. So when they do that, they're really good. When they can't execute that and when they don't do it, um, they become a fairly average offensive football team. No one knows the intricacies of the game like my man Mark Schlereth of Fox Sports. On the way out, corn or flour tortillas? Corn. Of course, right? Of course. Yeah. Greg yes, Bergman. Absolutely. That was yeah. your best answer all day. I know. You made some right, great answers, but our, our producer, not even close. Do you hear that, Greg Bergman? What Are you going to Are you gonna fight with Mark Schlereth because he could squash you? No, no. He's got good uh, sauce, too. No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's that green chili? You want to? Let's sling that real quick while you got it. Yeah, well, you know, the green chili is good, man. That's stinkinggood.com if you want to check it out. we got a new queso dip out. Uh, we're, we're rolling along, George. It's, uh, I appreciate that, man. And by the way, like your producer, you know, uh, you want to fight me on the corn tortillas, go watch me break my producer's ribs. There's a video of that out there. I, I didn't Sweet Jesus. Purpose, <laughs> wow. Yeah, don't oh, fight him, Greg, oh, is yeah. what I'm saying. Don't fight no, him. Yeah, nope, it was, nope, I'm good. It was, it was accident. I'm sure it was an accident. I'm sure. I, I yeah. believe it. You don't know your own damn strengths thing. Good Lord. Uh, Mark Slareth, get, get his green chili. Find it online, stinkinggreenchili.com. Uh, is that the website? Did I get it right? Stinkinggood.com. 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 Figure it out. It is yeah. great stuff. Trust me. You're the best, brother. Thanks for taking time to hang out with us. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Be good, guys. All right, you too, man. Be safe. Take care. There he is, Mark Slareth with us here. LZ, we are within... Sir. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to be giving away that virtual key. Will it be in this break or will it be in the next break? It's one of those two. People got to listen in. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yo, Bay. You had a Bay story yeah. today, right, LZ? Yes, sir. Woke up this morning to the fantastic news that Beyonce and Peloton Ooh. are joining forces. So now you can work out to the tunes of Bay. Oh, in addition that to that, she offered... Students at HBCUs, that's Historically Black Colleges and Universities, right. uh, two years of free app access to her um, working out to Peloton. So okay. there you have it. I like it. Is that why the stock went up today? That is why the stock went up today. Exactly. Oh, there you go. That, that's, that. When, that's when you know you are, you are you know, a badass boss. When you when just you, say- When you can move the stock? Meter. When you can move the stock by just saying, you know what? Y'all can use my song. Bam. Yeah. Stock goes up. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. That is impressive. Do you have a Peloton? Uh, uh, I do not. I do not have a Peloton. It's a religion. Is it? it I know is. people that are super into it. It's just not exactly. my thing. I just don't like the bike. Like, it's, the bike's not my thing. Oh, my gosh, dude. We just redid, um, we renovated our garage and turned it into a full gym. Right. And, like, everything was about where's the Peloton going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, where's the Peloton going first? Okay, now we can figure out the bench and everything else. But the Peloton has to be in, like, the perfect spot. Right. 
No, I get you. I get you. Uh, so people are weighing in on Twitter on this uh, taco thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me let me go backwards here from the people who sent us stuff uh, earlier. Um, so people, I'm say this one is. Let's just call him Way Off P because his name is not uh, you know friendly for the airwaves. Um, Way Off P says Greg Bergman is the whitest man alive. Uh, he says you are disgraceful, Bergman, disgraceful uh, with your taco uh, takes. Uh, I mean, that's not wrong. James Vera, uh, could be Latino with the last name Vera, says that he's with you on this mm. one, Greg. And hey. then uh, mm-hmm. someone by the name of Daniel Garcia, definitely Latino, uh, says, Bergman, don't let Sedano punk you on tacos. Handmade flour tortilla tacos are big in parts of Mexico. It's mm. a Sonora-style thing. Laura, what say you? I wish I could disagree with him, but he's actually right. It is a son- my friend is from Sonora, and her mom makes, I mean, great tortillas, flour tortillas. But it's just she makes them in like a huge. It's a burrito to me. Like I just don't. But he's right. You can still but we're still punk. gonna go with tacos. Saying, we're still with corn tacos. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. gonna punk. Them. Yeah, but he's. Yeah. It's only one region of Me- of Mexico, so there is. I'm that. just claim. I'm just claiming Sonora style. Then that's all oh, I do. I'm you can't do that. Sonora style. Why not? You, know, no. you didn't even know that you existed know, yeah. until Daniel okay. Garcia now, tweeted you. No. I do now. No. Yeah, got me for love. No. All right, let's go to Eric. Eric is in LA. Wants to talk tortillas and Dodgers. I do. Um, it, to me, it's simple. I mean, if I'm going with a taco, like a soft taco, it's corn tortillas. Yeah. But if I'm going with a burrito, right, or a, a breakfast burrito, it's flour all day. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 You're normal. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's, there you go. We got you. Greg is the not normal one here. Right. Clearly. Unless Sonora now all of a sudden he's going to claim Sonora style. Yeah, exactly. No. no, you can't claim Sonora style. You didn't even know it existed fi- until five minutes ago. Is it I've North? always known about it since five minutes ago, so I'm claiming it. <laughs> when was the last time you were there, Sonora? Never. Right. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Continue. Yeah. Can I? Okay. When it comes to this whole Arenado thing, Justin Turner, now this is predicated on the fact that the DH is going to be permanently adopted by the National League. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing back Turner. Okay. The, the importance he has in the clubhouse, I'm just going to say this right now. When he retires, he's going to be a future manager. Okay, Justin Turner. Yeah. And the fact that he hits in the postseason. Look, there's certain guys that hit in the postseason. There's certain guys that don't. He is one of the greatest. Look at the numbers. He's one of the greatest postseason hitters of all time. Okay? You keep him around. You can move guys around third and first in DH with, with how the Dodgers are run. These guys can play multiple positions. Plus, I'm very wary about Colorado Rocky players. I, I looked it up just for this. Um, Nolan Arenado splits home and away. Um, well, just this last year, he had 322 at home and 263 away. And then his home run RBI numbers is a 2.5 ratio, 2.5 to 1. Okay? I'm always worried of guys like that. Tula Whiskey, Galarraga, Vinny Castilla, Larry Walker. All of a sudden, when they leave Colorado, uh, they can't hit when they, hit, when they, when they join a new team. So, um, Keith Turner, he's our guy. COVID aside. He's our guy. Uh, no to Arenado, man. Um, okay, go. appreciate it. I mean, he has hit 28 home runs against the Dodgers in his career, though. <laughs> that That is one, two, third most in his career against the team. Where did he hit those? To the uh, I mean, point. I could I could look them up. But <laughs> to the I mean, color's point, if 20 of them are in Colorado, does that count? Yeah, I mean, 
mean, some of them. Not everything in Colorado means that it's going to go out. Like, not. I know that it's different there, but everything not, is higher in Colorado. Everything. Well, that is true. That part, yes, you, you yeah. got that right. DJ uh, Lemayhu. DJ Lemayhu is the second baseman for Colorado. Oh, and he's years. he balled out with the Yankees this year. Yeah, yeah. the last two point. years. Yeah. The last two years, he's a silver slugger with the Yankees. So it's right. not always because you're there. Right. Right. So DJ LeMahieu was awesome with the Yankees the last two years, and he was in Colorado at the beginning of his career. Um, that's an excellent point, Bergman, except the fact that you uh, are claiming Sonora style, even though you didn't know what it was until 10 minutes. Sonora style. Uh, so anyway, uh, people are wondering why we're talking about the Dodgers. It's because John Heyman of MLB Network has put out there the Dodgers are sniffing around on Nolan Arenado, on Francisco Lindor, but he says about Arenado – uh, if they go after Arenado, then maybe Justin Turner's days are numbered. He is a free agent. LZ then chimed in and says, I'd rather go after pitching uh, instead of trying to go and, and trade for Arenado. So we've had a big Dodger discussion and, of course, a big tortilla discussion as well. Juan is in Northridge. Juan, how's the Valley tonight? Hey, guys. I think it's uh, okay to like flour tortillas if you are not talking about tacos, especially handmade ones. Right, but if we're going about tacos, um, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot do flour tortillas. But with a lot of other food, like as they've been saying, like sonora style or anything else, I think flour tortillas are really delicious too. But for tacos, let's go with corn. You're the man. Thank you, Juan. There Appreciate you go. it. Let's go to Daniel in LA. Daniel, thank you for taking my call, guys. Um, definitely corn tortillas for tacos. Definitely, um, all the taco trucks. Uh, you don't see. Uh, that many flour tortillas with the, I feel with like the they would be Daniel I feel like if you went to a taco truck and you asked them for flour tortillas they would be insulted you know that or they'll laugh at you but let's, um talking about the the Dodgers now um you guys forgot to mention that we're bringing back uh David Price we got him uh, right for, yeah. for the next two years so we got starting pitching we're okay I mean Turner I'll keep Turner just like LZ said we need middle relief pitching. You saw what happened in the playoffs when Snell on game six, what he did to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers lineup is the best out there. The first three, they were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts. Yeah, look, they're going to get middle relief pitching, but that doesn't cost you very much. And and so I, I'm with you there. Like, I'm not disagreeing there, Daniel, and thank you for the call. Um, Greg, did you hear they would laugh at you if you went to a taco truck? That part? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we're laughing at you now. You're not even near a truck. Just yeah. imagine. Yeah. How would that laugh go again? Let me hear that can you still say Taco yeah. Tuesday if you can't get the shell right? Yeah. Is that even allowed? Like Michael I mean, Thompson you, is even laughing you, at me now. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you tell people, Greg, what uh, you were going to get for Taco Tuesday today? Uh, what I was going to get, <laughs> I was going to get Chipotle because it's which is fine. Look, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not saying Chipotle is 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 not good food. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is not probably authentic. Disrespectful. That's all no. I'm saying. Uh, okay. Disrespectful. Chipotle is very good. I I have Chipotle occasionally too. However, shouldn't you have street tacos on Taco Tuesday? Sure. There's a place called Cactus Taqueria right down the street. I'll go there instead. Do you okay. put raisins probably... in your guacamole? Oh, raisins? No. What? No, I'm, I'm Who just, does that? Listen, I'm. That's a thing. That's not a thing. I know that people put raisins thing. in their uh, ground beef. Oh, See? what is going on? I don't do it. I think it's gross, but I do know people that do that. You know what's going on. Yeah. Mark is in Anaheim. Mark. Yo, yo. Sonora. Yo, yo, yo. I'm from Sonora. Okay. Yeah. Sonora is, has the best tacos. And if you go to downtown, Sonora town, is, it's, it's, I mean, you got to go get some. So, Greg, dude, I'm all, with, all in with you, brother. On the other end, coos. Keep coos. Do not leave coos. I'm a 
big time season uh, season season ticker, uh season Laker um, uh, holder. Yeah, he keep cool. I like the way he plays without the ball. He played really well without the ball. He actually he knows his he knows his his his, uh, his role now. Does he? Twelve, fifteen million. Man, I, 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 he talks a lot though about like you know if I was starting though I'd get this and you know I could do that. Young. But I'm doing what I got to do. You know. He's a little young, but you know what? Nobody he ain't that young, man. He's about to be 26. Couple years, right? Because of COVID. So they can ask for whatever they want. Nobody's going to get paid, unfortunately. Here, let me ask you a quick question, brother. Quickly, because we got to go. Would you rather have Kuz or would you rather have Serge Ibaka? You know what? Serge is old. Kuz is new. I stay with the new. Oh, and you know what? Rest in peace, Kobe. Love you guys. All right, brother. Love be you, good. brother. No, nah, I'd take Serge. All right, Greg, before we go to break, because this is the break. Somewhere in this break is going to be the chance to win the virtual key for that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport that will qualify you to win, potentially win that car. We're going to give you one of those virtual keys and a $100 gift card from Wingstop in this commercial break. So stay tuned. That's going to happen. But before that, Greg, since you're so big on Sonora style, what is the capital of Sonora? Oh, no, no, you got me. I'm just going to break. What is it? Go? Did you say it or no? You don't even know it either. Don't go. No, I do know it. I have it. I'm right in front in front of me. Hermosillo. Greg, there's an L with your name on it. And there's two L's in Hermosillo, actually. That's that's normal. Nothing. There's two L's there. All right, we got a break. Before before we give away that virtual key, because it's happening this break, so stick around. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We have caller number seven, Gabe Moore from L.A. Do you have today's destination of the day? Of course, George. It's Napa Valley. It is Napa Woo! Valley. Congrats. Thank you, that is, George and LC. That is fantastic, man. Where are you going to go if you win this car? Where are you going to go? Where? Uh, probably uh, I'll take a trip all over uh, uh, the country. <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, All right, so congrats again, Uh, Gabe. Thank you from L.A. here. Of course, that virtual key could be the one to start the 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport from Culver City Mazda. Uh, Let's hear what key he got. Llave numero ocho. Key number eight. So there you go, key number eight. That could be the virtual key, Gabe, that starts uh, the 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport from Culver City Mazda and our friend Sal Gonzalez that you heard there. We're going to be giving it away on Monday, November 30th. We're going to be registering people each and every weekday, okay? Listen at 3 o'clock to Mason, Ireland, or that hour, the 3 o'clock hour for the road trip destination, as you heard Gabe say, Napa Valley. Every day it'll be something different. And in the 5 o'clock hour, somewhere in the 5 o'clock hour, we will be qualifying someone with a virtual key. And we're hooking you up just for winning the virtual key with a $100 gift card from Wingstop. So congrats to that, Gabe. Okay? 
Thank you, George and LZ. God bless you. All right, so hold on on the line there, right? And Laura's going to get your info. LZ, what do you have to say about our friends at Wingstop? Uh, thank you very much for contributing to the contest. We really appreciate it. And visit Wingstop.com for more information. Yeah, thank you. Go to Wingstop. Order Wingstop's all-new bundle for $19.99. Six crispy tenders, 16 boneless wings, sauced and tossed in up to four flavors, plus a large fry and three dips. See Wingstop.com for restrictions and details. And don't forget, listen each and every weekday, okay? In the 3 o'clock hour to Mason and Ireland to give you another chance uh, to hear the destination of the day and then listen for the cue to call in the 5 o'clock hour uh, to our show here for your chance to win one of those virtual keys in 710 ESPN's Month of Giving. So congratulations to Gabe. Uh, he is good to go. Gabe Moore of L.A. I like this stuff. This is fun. I, you know, all this these FM DJs, fun. they do this all the time. We don't get a chance to do this that often, so I'm, I'm kind of excited doing this. I mean, the cars, the trips, the cruises. But I like when they give away concert tickets, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, yeah, we got to give. Can we get some concert tickets to give away, Greg, when their concerts are back? Yeah, let's let's wait till we're allowed to go to concerts. Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, okay? I'm just yes. asking. Yeah, yes. Good Lord. Um, we can try. So, we can try. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, we have breaking news, uh, LZ Granderson. We do. Dun, uh, dun, dun. Yeah, so we don't. We have a short segment here, so we could talk about this more on the other side. Our pal Brian Windhorse, who's going to join us at six thirty, so in uh, about thirty-five minutes, uh, he has tweeted out that the Phoenix Suns have had discussions about acquiring Chris Paul from the OKC Thunder. Sources tell me and Tim Bontemps story forthcoming. Um, so uh, he's going to join us in the next hour. And look. It's funny because you and I literally, I think it was late last week, we're talking about the Suns looking to be one of those teams that could be in that Chris Paul sweepstakes, that kind of like a dark horse team, and here they are. I mean, I like it and I don't like it. Okay, why? Wh- which one do you want first? I mean, tell me why you like it. I like it because I think it's really good for a young team to have a, a made guy in that locker room at all times who can tell them what they need to do, to keep their bodies together, how to stay focused in timeouts, yada, 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 yada. Like, they still need that. Even though Devin is a hell of a player, he hasn't been in a postseason, so there's lots of things he may not know that Chris can tell him. Why I don't like it, Chris won't be there to tell him for long. That's why I don't like it. I, I would rather they try and find someone closer to the age of him and DeAndre so they can grow together and build chemistry and not become dependent upon the playmaking abilities of someone who may not be there in two seasons. All right, let's discuss this further. We know a lot of people want to weigh in on the different discussions we've had today. The Dodgers, uh, John Heyman talking about Nolan Arenado potentially and what happens to Justin Turner, who is a free agent in that spot. Do you want to prioritize pitching? What do you think about Chris Paul to the Suns? Are you, if you're a Laker fan, should the Lakers get in on Chris Paul? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're going to be back in a minute and 45 seconds. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What you need to know brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good time. By the way, if you missed any part of the show, you can always subscribe to the Sedano and LZ podcast. Uh, And when you do that, 
Subscribe, rate, and review, man. Come on, put up there, put a ra- rate it, five stars. Got to give us five stars. We are trying our asses off here for you. So you got to give us five stars and leave a, a nice review, even if it's just, this is awesome, this is great, LZ's great, Greg Bergman stinks. Whatever you want to write in there, feel free to write it, but just give us five stars and subscribe, rate, and review to the Sedano and LZ podcast. Uh, LZ, we Sir. just heard, we just talked about the report that Brian Winors had about Chris Paul. We will have more on that in a little bit as Brian is set to join us at 6.30. But uh, there is more wheeling and dealing potentially in the NBA. There's a report out there that the Dallas Mavericks are in on trying to add another piece to Luka Doncic. And don't forget, uh, they are also one of the big players, according to most reports, on Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, to potentially pair him with Luka Doncic. But the Mavericks are in, according to reports right now, on Victor Oladipo, Spencer Dinwiddie, or Drew Holiday. Uh, Obviously, all those are guys that I think the Lakers would potentially kick the tires on too. Who's the guy that you think, though, fits the best with Luka of those three guys? Uh with Luca. Give me the names one more time. Oladipo, Dinwiddie, or Holiday? Uh, Oladipo. Yeah, I agree. Needs the ball less. Needs the ball less. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just I just have visions of the high screen and roll with Porzingis, and it's like, what is everyone else going to do? Well, Drew's just going to stand there and get frustrated, but Oladipo's probably used to it. Right. Right, right, right. And, and Oladipo, in theory, is a better uh, is better at getting to the basket than those other guys uh, when he's healthy, right? And the assumption is you hope that he gets healthy, right, this season after all this time off um, that he's had. And, and look, there were there were moments I thought in the in the bubble that he looked like Victor Oladipo. Just you know, can he get that consistency back after that really serious injury that he had? Um, next, we've got. Uh, you know what? We'll save that because we're going to talk about it here in this segment anyway. Um, the NBA's amended deal for a 72-game season is officially done. Woj tweeted that out a couple of hours ago. 72-game uh, season. Do you feel like that is something um, that will be representative of a qual- – can you feel like it's a real season with, ju- with 10 less games? Like, do you f- Or do you feel like um, we will be missing something with only 72 games? No, I think 72 games was plenty. You know, most NBA players miss a handful of games anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, it's not like it's baseball and you chop off 100. Right. <laughs> you know, missing 10 games, uh, I think we'll live. Okay, fair enough. That's what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, all right, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. There's obviously a lot of people – uh, that have been calling in today on a number of different subjects. We were talking about John Heyman of the MLB Network saying that uh, the Dodgers are kicking the tires potentially on Nolan Arenado. Uh, Justin Turner is a free agent. How do you handle that situation if you're the Dodgers? Uh, LZ also kind of threw a wrench in this and uh, brought up a, basically a secondary topic on it that people have been chiming in as well, which is do you prioritize another everyday player uh, in this situation, or would you rather them go after some starting pitching? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Plus, as I mentioned, Brian Winhorst in the last segment reporting the Phoenix Suns have had discussions about acquiring Chris Paul from the OKC Thunder. Brian is going to join us in 30 minutes, so we will talk to him about that story uh, amongst many things, including Kyle Kuzma tweeting, ha, 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 about Brian's podcast story that uh, Kuz is expecting a sizable contract. So a lot of people weighing in a lot of different different things, including the big debate of the day. Sorry, LZ, I've been long-winded here, but I want to make sure everybody's got the – we've set the table again for everyone. 
Uh, corn or flour tortillas? The Sonora side of Mexico been checking in, defending one Greg Bergman who loves flour tortillas. So uh, just want to make sure we, we, we put that out there, that uh, there, there is finally someone on Greg's side for a change. Um, so, LZ? Sir? Should the Lakers try to swoop in on Chris Paul? Uh, everything's about what it's going to cost us. That is always the equation when you're a championship team. What is it going to cost us to get you? If we're not a championship team, I don't care because we need to win at all costs. Well, now we're winning. So now it's about what do we need to do to stay on top and are we giving up too much to get Chris Paul? And based upon the numbers and the intelligence of Mr. Presti, uh, I don't think we're going to be able to do that with Chris based upon what we have to offer. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like if you look at what Phoenix has to offer, Oklahoma City, they've got a couple of guys under contract uh, in Ricky Rubio for two more seasons, right? Uh, they've got a guy in Kelly Oubre who's an expiring, who's a good player, right? Kelly Oubre's a nice yep. role player, uh, shoots threes, very athletic, good defender, Um yeah, and, and they could throw in a pick if they really wanted to. You know what I mean? Not that Oklahoma City needs any picks because it's like they've got 97, it feels like, for the next few years. Um, but, you know, let me ask you this. Not that I think they will contend with the Lakers, but the Suns are desperate to try to get into the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, and, and we saw what Chris Paul did to OKC last year, which was a team that was supposed to win 33 games. This Phoenix team is a team we've been waiting for for a couple of years. They've got Devin Booker, who's excellent. They've got DeAndre Ayton, who was the number one overall pick just a couple of years ago. Can Chris Paul be the guy to steer them to that postseason slot? Because the eight seed, LZ, is going to be hard, okay? Like, let's let's take a look real quick. Um, even if I added Chris Paul to that mix, okay, are they better? They're not better than the Lakers. They're not better than the Clippers. They're not better than the Warriors. They're not better than the Nuggets, they're not better than the Mavs, are they? Um, no, they're not. No. They're not better than – are they better than the Rockets? Even though Russ may not be there, we don't know. That was another story that was out there that Russ could be going to the Clippers. Um, I think they're at the Rockets level. Okay, so you think they're close to the Rockets. Yeah. Um, so there's five or six teams clearly better than them. So they could, So you're talking about them trying to compete for that seven or eight spot with maybe Houston – uh, maybe New Orleans, you know, San Antonio's, oh, oh, we forgot Utah. Are they better than Utah? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so that's where they're at. They're trying to compete for one of those last two playoff spots, and there's going to be a lot of teams in that mix. Well, if they get Chris Paul, that backcourt would be bonkers. Yes. A, a backcourt that rivals the kind of impact the backcourt and Golden State has. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's an overstatement. Mm-hmm. The problem is, for me, is what is your long-term plan if you're the Phoenix Suns? And you know, George, I'm big on the plan, right? right? Because if you're going to trade away your pieces like that, which I'm all for in order to improve, the improvement has to be long-term. Mm -hmm. It can't be. Chris is going to be 36 next May. Correct. So it's like even when you enter the postseason, theoretically speaking, he's already going to be, you know, 36. 37. Yeah, well, well, 36. No, 36, you're right. He'll 36. be 36 years old starting right. the postseason. Correct. And you get bounced in the first round, which would probably be likely. 
And then now you got a 37-year-old point guard that's going to try and get you to the postseason the following season? That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. I would much rather them try to go after a Fred Van Vliet, try to go after another point guard, maybe a Drew Holiday perhaps, like someone else that's a little bit closer to where they are age-wise so you can get two or three runs at this thing to try to improve and not one or two runs at this thing knowing those first two attempts, you aren't going to go far anyway. So let me say this to you. The Oklahoma City Thunder group felt that Chris Paul was invaluable for a number of reasons. Forget about just the play on the floor, but the way he he managed those guys off the floor, particularly a young guy like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who they believe will be an all-star caliber player, right? And look, judge, judging on his play last season, I, you know, I know the West is tough to make an all-star team, but he will probably be in the conversation over the next in the next couple of years, right? Because right. he's so young, Shea. And... That just that experience alone of being around him taught those guys how to be pros, right? Like I had a conversation on the jump with Darius Baisley, who was a rookie last year, and he couldn't stop raving about how having a guy like Chris as his vet has made him think differently about the NBA and that other guys on the roster told him that. Like, hey, we didn't have guys like this all the – we haven't always had guys like this on, on the different teams that we've been on. Like, you should soak this up. And I think that – the Phoenix is looking for some of that, like for Devin Booker and DeAndre and specifically to soak some of that up. So when Chris isn't around and he may not even be around a year from now, if they mm -hmm. do trade for him, they could trade him as an expiring and he has more value potentially then. And, you know, but those guys will have at least learned right from one of the, you know, people can say what they want about him, but he is a pro's pro. You know what I mean? Yes, and absolutely. I think that part of it, I think is what they're looking at as well. You know? I, I get that. Um, I would much, much rather hire an assistant coach that brings all of that mm -hmm. <laughs> and use my young assets, tradable assets, to build a franchise that can grow together so that in three and four years, when it's our turn to finally push through and be a championship contender, there's right. continuity there. Because mm -hmm. in two years, you're looking, you're asking yourself again, you know, do we have enough? And you know the answer is no, because Chris is now gone. You trade away young assets, and you're asking a franchise, which has clearly struggled figuring out how to get into postseason anyway, back where they were before. Yeah, I it, it is good. I, I get that. But I think they, they may just have him for one year and deal him. Like, I, I would consider that. You know what I mean? And just and that way you get them the experience of being in the playoffs and then find the next guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, to kind of pair him, maybe someone that's closer to their age. I think you could still potentially do all of that. Uh, let me go to the phones. Mitch is uh, on the phone. He wants to talk tortillas with us. Hello, Mitch. Flour or hey, corn? Uh, corn, but I'm going to spin the dodge. But um, oh, back over here in Asia, I think pizza is the, the main. I go for pizza. Uh, nothing like New York pizza, Staten Island pizza. That's my opinion. I would love to try the, the, the tacos, and it looks good, but. Uh, I'm not going to Taco Bell. It's not the real thing. I, no, that's, that's, no, uh, no, absolutely not. Bad. Uh, Dodgers, I would say pitching, but if they go for um, Arenado and, and Lindor, I want them to see, make sure they sign Corey Siegel long term and Cody, especially, especially Corey. Big fan of Corey. He had a great year. I don't know why he wasn't in the top three. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to take care of those guys. I'm not really worried about that. Are you, LZ? No, I'm not worried about the guys that we have. My concern is just at some point, you know, you start thinking about business. And they made a business decision with Bryce Harper. 
you know, they could have gone in the same way that the Phillies did and just offer him a, you know, a 10 year deal worth, you know, half a you know billion dollars or whatever and mm-hmm. lock up Bryce. But they said, we don't want to spend our money on him like that. And I don't know if Nolan is on in the Mookie side of things or if he's in the Bryce Harper side of things. I don't know. Only the Dodgers front office and Andrew Freeman knows that. I What I do know is that I would feel better if we got more pitching because we do know that Kenley's basically done. We can't really trust Joe Kelly, though I love Joe Kelly for, you know, nice swing, beep. But as far as postseason performances, you know, my heart was, was skipping a beat. So I would like more pitching. Uh, Bergman, let me ask you this about um, – what was it that Mitch said? God, I lost my train of thought. Um, he said something at the – oh, they're going to pay Corey Seager and Corey Bellinger. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone's worried about that, right? Like, and, and the Lindor thing, I know that Heyman mentioned him as well as the Dodgers kicking the tires, but I feel like that ship has sailed, right? Yeah, the Lindor thing is it's just not gonna happen. Corey Seager is your shortstop. I mean, you're not moving him to third base. It's right. Just, so that's why the Arenado thing makes more sense. Right. And the thing about Arenado too is that he's where else is he gonna go? If he wants to be in LA because he's from LA or even in Southern California, he's not gonna go to San Diego because Machado is there. Right. He's not gonna go to right. the Angels because Rendon is there. Right. So there's not really anywhere else in Southern California for him to go. Right. Um, it's Dodgers or bust, yes. Right, it is Dodgers, and why would the and why would Colorado even wait till he's going to opt out? They're going to try and trade him now and get something for him, especially knowing that he's going to get out. But Lindor is not going to happen. Um, I just Corey Seager will be absolutely signed if they can, but you got to remember he is a Scott Boris client. So, oh yeah, that's right. money. Yeah, all right. Yeah, the I'm Boris just saying. Thing. Yeah, I mean, but how many doesn't Boris have multiple clients on the roster already? Yeah, I think he has Cody. Him, he has Cody. He has Seager, and I think he has Urias too. Yeah, he has Urias too. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's go to George in Huntington Park. What's up, George? I just want to chime in on the uh, flour or the corn tortilla. I have to tell you, flour tortilla all the way. Corn Whoa. tortillas break very easily. Wow! So how are you picking them up? How are you picking them up? Are you choke holding them or are you loving them? <laughs> No, they break on the bottom. So the flour tortilla, you you get filled more with the flour tortilla, and they stay together. Yeah, I, they do, but they also have a lot more. They're not as good for you. Like they're less healthy for you, is the way I would. Describe. They are less healthy, but uh, you get more for uh, with flour tortilla. They're a lot bigger, and you get you can put a lot more in there though. Okay. You Fair can enough. Put, like, a veggie, a veggie burrito or something. <laughs> All right. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Uh, Laura Laura believes that this is a, also a – now, you and I, LZ, always like like to strike the cultural differences here. Uh, Laura sure. absolutely believes this is a cultural thing. I do. Because Karen is also telling me that she loves flour tortillas as tacos. Mm-hmm. And most of the people, except with Sonora – okay, Sonora, you're an exception. Right. But everyone else has been saying corn tortillas. And I'm like, um yeah. – even I'm Mark sorry. Schlereth, who is who is white, also did say. Is that, he? Uh, I always yes, thought he was light skinned. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know that he actually, I believe he's part Native American. His, uh, he's got some from, stuff, man. His, his family's from Alaska. There we go. I knew yeah. he's got something, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that coffee's not black. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he called Stink? Uh, by, oh, by the way, his uh, the nickname he got Stink when he was playing because. Um, you know, he played offensive line uh, in the, with the okay. Washington Redskins and the Denver Broncos. And, uh, you know, when you're playing offensive line, it's a five-man unit. You don't get a lot of breaks. 
And uh, let's just say uh, sometimes you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know what I mean? During the game. And you just got to yeah. do it in your pants. I'm not eating his chili. <laughs> what is he selling? Chili sauce? What do you, you say he's selling? Stinking green chili. Stinking good green chili. Stinkinggood.com. Stinkinggood.com. It's great yeah, he, stuff. I've actually had it. Okay. You go ahead with that. After you told me that story, nah, I'm good. It's the Paul Mark, Pierce story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mark in Pasadena. Minus the wheelchair. Yeah. No wheelchair, yes. Mark in yeah, Pasadena. Hey guys. What's yeah, up? I wanted to chime in on the tortilla thing. I'm going to throw something out there, but they sell hybrid corn and flour tortillas. So, Whoa! Yeah, it has, it has the suppleness and texture of a flour, but when you eat it, there's this corn flavor to it. And so I love this stuff because... Okay, hold on. I don't like about, yeah. hold, hold on, Mark. we got to pass the Laura test here on this. Laura? Hell no! no hybrid? Hell what? No, Boy, you're dropped. Thank you very much for your call. <laughs> Mark, are you still there or did you really drop it? <laughs> okay. I think he got uh, right. scared. He dropped himself. <laughs> we'll take. Well, I would be scared too. The way you came on. Hell no. I mean, I'm what Latina. I mean? You can't like tacos is my thing. So I'm Mexicana. So you know what I mean. Like I feel disrespected by the hybrid tortilla, by the the um, yeah. not wanting a corn tortilla. Like no. Mm. LZ only likes the only hybrid he likes uh, are cars potentially and uh, you know uh, cannabis. That's the kiki kiki. Yeah. 877-710-ESPN. Brian Winhorst is going to join us at 6.30. We'll talk NBA with him. But coming up next, we'll take more of your calls. Kyle Kuzma has tweeted again. He has. He's done the thing, LZ. He's tweeting through it, and this is never a good thing. So we'll tell you what Kuz said next, plus a big, big Sunday in the NFL here in Southern California. A lot of games that matter, not only with the current teams, but the teams that they're competing against. We'll get to that as well. We're back in two minutes. 